The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. You heard me right. Eddie's not saying it. Jesus is saying it. Today on the Good Morning Christian America podcast, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Matthew chapter 13, verse 47, the parable of the net, what Jesus says to his disciples and how he explains it will be at the end of the ages when the wicked will be separated from the righteous. You don't want to miss this one, so let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. So, good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American Community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company coming to you once again on this Wednesday as we delve into the Holy Scripture, as we delve into the text, as we take exactly word for word, bit by bit, uh, story by story, chapter by chapter, book by book through the New Testament. Right now we're still on Matthew chapter 13 and we're going to talk today about the parable of the net and what Jesus says. And what we like to do on these Wednesdays is, is we like to break down uh, not only, but first we give to you exactly what scripture says. What is written word for word verbatim in the holy text. That way there's no mistaking about what is actually being said. And then, then uh, what we do is break it down you know, verse by verse or word by word and try to figure out what Jesus is saying in this in, in this passage or what's happening in this passage, what, is, what was happening then at the time, try to contextualize it. And then what we do is talk about hopefully, you know, how can we use this today in our lives in 2019 when things are so different. And today we're going to talk about the parable of the net. So if you've been following these Wednesdays podcasts over the past few weeks, it's parable after parable after parable after parable. Jesus is on, is on a parable roll here. And he is given the parable of the of the hidden treasure and the parable of the fine pearls. He's given the parable of the weeds and he's explained them. He's given the parables of the mustard seed and all these things about the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God and what it will be when the days will come. And today is no different. He continues down this line. So he's continuously talking to his uh, fellow disciple or his disciples as they've gathered, gathered around and he's bringing it to them a, yet another parable in this message to try to clarify exactly what, is, what he's trying to say, what the word of God means, what is the spirit of the law and, and, and trying to uh, get mere mortals as themselves and as us through the scripture to, to understand in a way that even the simplest mind will hopefully be able to understand. And you know, that, that speaks to me directly because I have a simple mind my, my, myself. So as easy as, as the Lord can break it down for me, then the better off that I will be. And so if you turn to your Bibles in Matthew chapter 13, verse 47, we'll get started. Now it starts off and it says, once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. Isn't that true, right? You think about, he's calling the kingdom of heaven a net who's just catching all kinds of fish. Who are the fish in this scenario? It's you and I. When it was full, the, fish, the fishermen pulled it up to the shore. They sat down and they collected the good fish in baskets but they threw the bad away. This is how it would be at the end of the age. 
the angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into a blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. And there you have it. So there's the parable of the net. And in this scenario, once again, Jesus is continuously talking to his disciples about the kingdom of heaven and various aspects of the kingdom of heaven. How do you get into the kingdom of heaven? What will happen in the kingdom of heaven? And, and how will it will all play out? And so he gives you the parable of this net. And he says, the net is going to swoop up all kind of fish. The kingdom of heaven is going to swoop up all kind of fish. God put us all here. Scripture says God put us all here. He made all people. His net is wide. And he's going to scoop up all types of people, all types of fish in, in this parable. The good, the bad, and, and the ugly. It says when it was full, the, the fishermen will pull it up to shore. When God decides that the end of this age has come, he will have his fishermen pull up the fish. When the end of the age has come, God's fishermen will pull up all the fish. We are the fish in this scenario. God is the fisherman in this scenario. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets and they threw the bad away. That's you and I, ladies and gentlemen. The good and the bad. The followers and the, and the non-followers. The believers and the unbelievers. Brothers and sisters in Christ and then everyone else. Those who sought out God's kingdom. Those who love one another and try to adhere to the commandments of Jesus Christ. It's not easy and we fail. We fail constantly. We fail often. We fail continuously. But there's a difference between trying and failing and then not trying at all. Those who put forth effort and those who put forth none. And there's yet an even another scenario, not even those who don't put forth effort, but those who put forth effort to push against God's will. And Jesus talks about that as well. When he says, when he, in, in, in Matthew chapter 5, 19, if you go back, many podcasts on the Wednesday podcast, we talked about that. About those who encourage others to fail and, and not uh, disobey God's commandments. That they will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. So there's essentially three big categories here. The good, the, the, the really bad, and the ambivalent. And what happens to the ambivalent? Probably the same with the bad, because it says that the, they threw the bad away. They put the good in the baskets, and they put the bad, and they threw the bad away. But they didn't just throw it away. He says they 
They threw him in a blazing furnace where there'd be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's not me speaking. It's not Eddie speaking. It's people who say that hell doesn't exist and there's no proof of hell. There's nobody. Jesus talks about weeping and gnashing of teeth in a blazing furnace more than anyone else. So if your church, if your pastor, if your minister, if your priest, if they're not telling you this, if you're not talking about hell, if you're not talking about consequences, these are Jesus' words. This is verbatim, not making it up. I'm encouraging you to turn to the chapter and verse. Just look at it. Look at what was said over and over again. And Jesus says, this is how it will be at the end of the age when the world is no more the angels will come and separate the good from the wicked the righteous from the wicked and throw them into a blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth and then he asks them do you have you understood all these things? Do you understand all these things? Can you understand that parable? Can you understand where we're at in 2019? Can you understand where we've come? Can you understand where this culture seems to be going? As a Christian American, you have a duty. You have a, 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 a what we talked about last week. As an elder in the community, when when Peter writes to the elders and say, you have, you have a responsibility to do this, not because you're supposed to do it, but you should want to do it because Christ put you here. If you're a believer, if you're a Christian American, if you're walking the streets of this country, putting Christ first, you have a duty to spread his message. You have a duty to make believers of all nations. You have a duty to stand up for righteousness. You have a duty to stand up for scripture, to stand up for truth, to speak it into existence, to not relent, to stand firm in the full armor of God, as Paul calls us to in Ephesians. Do you understand these things? Jesus wants to know, have you understood all these things? They reply, yes. Hopefully we can reply yes. Hopefully you can reply yes. I understand these things. I understand where we're at. I understand where we've come from. I understand my responsibilities. I understand the enemy's proposition. I understand that we are not perfect and we will never be. But we're going to continue to go in the right direction. We're going to continue to push against those who would have me turn from my beliefs. Push against those who would have me turn from my God because they don't believe doesn't mean that I won't believe. And just because they think it's right, I know if God says that it's not, then it's not. And then he said to them, therefore, every teacher of the law, also talked last week about the, the royal priesthood and how we're all called to be priests. Priests, prophets, and kings. In the word of Christ. So that can be you. That should be you. 
every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like an owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. People who, who are believers and have been believers and continue to be believers and the new. Which means you got to go out there and preach and bring in new treasures, bring in new gifts, bring in new people into the community. Not just to bring them in, but bring them in to feed them the gospel. To feed them the word. That's how we grow this community. That's how we make this world, this country a better place. Through Christ. Understanding that it's not, he's not asking us. There's not a choice in the matter. He's commanding us to make believers. He's commanding us. You know the truth. And if you know the truth, then you have a higher responsibility than those that do not. When you've heard the word of God, when you've read the word of God, you have a higher responsibility than those that have never seen or heard the word of God. In that responsibility comes risks, and those risks have been documented. Those risks we've discussed and we will discuss again. Those risks should not deter us, though. The risks of being mocked, to being laughed at, to being ostracized, to being marginalized, to being put aside. The risks to being fired at your job should not deter you from standing firm in the Word of God. Why? Because we know at the end of the age, the angels will separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into a burning furnace, a blazing furnace, where there be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, if you would like to donate to the Christian American community, you cannot do that. I'm sorry to inform you, we do not accept donations. There is no place on any of our platforms or our websites to take donations. What we want is participation. We want your time. We want your attention. That's what matters to us. Money doesn't matter to us. Your time and attention matters to us. Your participation in the community matters to us. Your enthusiasm, your motivation, your inspiration for Christ to get out there and do good things, to represent what is good in this world, what is good in this country, that matters to us. And if you want to participate in the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, pick yourself up a Christian American tea like this so that you can participate out in the world, that you can wear a Christian American tea, tank, sweatshirt, or hoodie, hoodies especially because it's going to get chilly soon, falls right around the corner, and then it's wintertime. And if you're up here in Virginia, D.C., in the northeast, or in the north, you're going to want that hoodie. Go pick yourself up a Christian American hoodie, tank, sweatshirt, hat, coffee mug, or whatever else is on the website. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees, all one word, dot com. Pick yourself up 
uh, some Christian American Apparel. If you want to contribute to the Christian American Dialogue, check out any one of our social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, YouTube. Search Christian American Community in any one of those. And a picture of the Christian American logo will pop up and click on that and like that page, share that page, follow that page. Stay attuned with that page. Stay attuned with the community so you can under you can you can not only understand what we're pushing out, but you can have your your input evaluated as well. So so that the community can hear what you have to say and can respond back. And there will be agreements and there'll be disagreements. I and mean, that's okay as long as everything stays cordial, as long as everything has Christ at the forefront, as long as you're you're you 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 have the intentions of what God would want you to do, you're more than welcome to contribute back and forth and, and, and argue points that are important. A dialogue is important. If you go to the Christian America or the Good Morning Christian America uh, channel on YouTube, you can subscribe to this podcast, catch this video every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for a little inspiration, education, and information that we try to put out to you. Stay abreast with the Christian American community. Keep your fingers on the pulse of those around you, what you're thinking about, what's important in our lives, what's important coming up in our lives. Risks and opportunities that exist between the Christian American community. That's what we're interested in, is forming a community of, that, uh, uh, that is bonded on putting Christ first and loving this country. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday when we focus on the family, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Get out there and do good works. Continue to provide input into the Christian American community. Continue to lead others, not to yourself, but to Christ. Continue to do the right things, say the right things, think the right things, and work for Christ. Stay strong in Christ. Stay strong in the full armor of God. Stay strong in Scripture. Until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.